Blog Talk Radio. The True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name.
revealing the number of the B666 from the magician tape number 74. This is a live broadcast, no doubt about it. And we're going to now check and see who's coming on stage to help with the broadcast. Uh, tape number 74, and we see one of the young lions and one of them up-and-coming teachers out of Camp 1. Uh, he's ready to come on stage to help assist in the night lesson of tape number 34. What's going on with the young lion? Young lion brother Titus Israel, up-and-coming teacher out of Camp 1. Yaqwa B.J.L.C. Ray. Yaqwa, bless you there. Sia Israel, Seed Royal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, there, young lion. Sound like you up and coming. Um, is you get your better half with you there, young lion? All right. No, sir. Uh, well, hey, you both had the same spirit there, brother. What, what spirit go down for? You supposed to have, uh, okay, you go, be, hey, one thing about it. Uh, trials and tribulation, we all gonna go through that, but spirit gotta stay up the same way. So God, right. you know you got a job to do and just says you have wise. And that's just the way it is. And that's and that's the point you gotta understand. When it comes down to so nobody supposed to have your feelings down always up, regardless of whatever the circumstance it is. That's when that's the sign of a leader. Because sometimes you That's ask right. leaders, how you feel today? Well, I'm having problems with seeing all these people put out on the side. That's why you got to know how to take care of your wild business. And that's a sign of a leader. A leader is always ready to go. Always ready. Always ready. Because you know the big importance of this doing your wild word. So that's excellent. Right. But in the same token, I want to see the same spirit. Well, I'm ready to go. That's the bottom line. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at things the way the Bible unfolded, the way he gave it to me. That's how you got to make right. your adjustments according to the Bible. Right. Like I said, again, I'm looking to my left and my right. I don't see nobody. But I'll tell you one thing. I know who's looking at me. Y-H-W-H, the Son and the Father. And look at those theater right now. So one thing about mm-hmm. it, he can give it all he got. Once and once we finally understand this, that you've been chosen since the foundation of the world to deliver his word. That's right. That's the bottom line. That's the spirit I'm talking about. Let's look at Luke chapter twelve, verse twelve there, young line. Let's see what we got going on in Luke twelve, verse twelve. The book of Luke, chapter twelve, verse twelve reads For the righteous spirit to teach you. At the same hour, what you ought to say. Asking that young line, in the very same hour, the righteous spirit do the teaching. But who do the righteous spirit teach? Let's find in the book of Sirach, 37, 12, down to verse 15. Who do the righteous spirit teach? That's what I want to know. See, Yahweh, in that very same hour, he'll give you what you ought to say. And that's exactly what we're talking about. So now, since the six, now, small dear boy said that since the young line, Jamil went down when the question was asked, then you got to show what the Bible says on that point. 
on that point. Matter of fact, um, I got to get a precept. Let's see what uh, Ishikar Boy said behind that. We're going to find out what Ishikar Boy said. And let's see what Ishikar Boy said. See, one thing about it, y'all have have anybody make a statement, and guess what? You make you bring out a lesson. Let's see what Ishikar's boy say. In the first chapter of the book of Job, Ishikar's boy, chapter 21, and I mean, verse 21 and 22. The first verse, verse 21 and 22. Hey, young line, what did Ishikar's boy say in that case? Come on. We're going to the book of Job. Book of Job, chapter 1. Verse 21 and 22. Job is here. Chapter 1. Verse 21 reads. It said, Naked I come out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return hither. Yahweh gave, and Yahweh has taken away. Blessed be the name of Yahweh. Verse 22. And all this, Job said not, nor charge Yahweh. You see that? So he said, naked I came in this world, and naked I'm going to leave. One thing I ain't going to do, I ain't going to cross my Yahweh. So that was so that what he just said, you know mind. I came in this world naked, and I don't give a dog on how large my family is. You're going to leave out the same way you come in. You're going out. So one thing you got to make sure you got is the almighty Yahweh right. Because Yahweh said in Ezekiel chapter 24 there, young lion, he said something, and um, he was talking, and he uh, he showed up there, young lion. In Ezekiel 24, he started doing some talking. And what he says in verse number 14, and we're going to read a little bit until we get our point. Ezekiel 24, Pickle verse 14. Let's see what he said that we can read. Come on. The book of Ezekiel is here, chapter 24, verse 14. Read. I, Yahweh, have spoken it. And it shall come to pass. And I will do it. And I will not go back. Neither will I spare. Neither will I repent. According to your ways. And according to your doings. Should they judge you? Said Yahweh. Verse 15, also the word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, 16, Son of man, behold, take away from the desire of your eyes with a stroke. Yet need to see you more. Hold on, hold on, young man. Hold on, young man. You got to crowd up words. Take your time and read what you see. We got plenty of time. It's early in the broadcast. Take your time and read what you see and do your part as it just says, Yahweh. Now, Yahweh is not talking fast to uh, Ezekiel to fear. He's not talking fast to him. He's just going to say something again in verse 15 and read 16. Take your time. I don't, don't gobble up no words. It's a point coming out. Come on. Ezekiel chapter 24, verse 15 and 16. Also, the word of Yahweh came unto me saying, verse 16, Son of man, behold, I take away from you the desire of your eyes with a stroke. Yet neither should you mourn nor weep. Neither should your tears 
Rundown. Seventeen. Forbear to cry. Make no mourning for the dead. Bind the mitre of your head upon you, and put on your shoes upon your feet, and cover not your lips. Eat not the bread of man. Verse eighteen. So I spake unto the people in the morning, and at evening my wife died, and I did in the morning as I was commanded. Verse nineteen. And the people said unto me, Will you not tell us what these things are to us? Would you do it so? Verse twenty. Then I answered them, and the word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, Verse twenty one. Speaking to the family of Israel, thus said Yahweh, Behold, I will profane my sanctuary temple, the excellence of your strength, the desire of your eyes, and that which your soul pitieth, and your sons and your daughters, when you left, shall fall by the sword. Verse 22, And you should do as I have done. You should not cover your lips, nor eat the bread of man. Verse 23, and your mitres should be upon your head, and your shoes upon your feet. You should not mourn nor weep, but you should pine away from your sin, and mourn one towards another. Verse 24, thus Ezekiel is unto you a sign, according to all that he hath done. Should you do, when this cometh, you should know that I am Yahweh. Let's see what we can 
before we get all take out of this situation. Let's go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 through 19. Let's see what it says in Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 through 19. See, that's, that's, that's the sign that see you're looking for. When you, when, you, when you just from nowhere can come up with the lesson, regardless of what you had on your mind, you can just wear the tone of a conversation. Yahweh will give you a lesson. And that's the kind of sign we're looking for. But since we are on this subject matter, what we'll do is help the old seer out in Genesis 2, 15, down to verse 19. What that say? Genesis chapter 2, verses 15 to 19. Verse 15 reads, And the Yahweh, Yahweh took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. Verse 16 reads, Yeah, they don't down 19. Verse 16 reads, And the Yahweh, Yahweh commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. Verse 17 reads, But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day thou, that thou eatest, therefore thou shalt surely die. Verse 18 reads, And the Yahweh said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for him. Verse 19 reads, And out of the ground the Yahweh, Yahweh formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. So in the creation of the Almighty, Judas, according to Yahweh's word to Adam, what is the high position that his better half can have, according to Yahweh? What is her highest position when it comes down to order of Yahweh, according to verse number 18. What is the highest position? She's a help me to she's a help me uh for him to him. So a uh, highest position in, in the eyes of Yahweh, the woman is what to the man according to verse eighteen? A uh, help me. A uh, help me. Yahweh. And that's one of the greatest mysteries. And and that's why we have to um, you have to understand we ain't going nowhere till we understand the creation of Yahweh and what he ever did. So this what he said, and what did he say in verse nineteen to Adam? Read verse nineteen again. Genesis chapter two, verse nineteen. Verse nineteen reads, And out of the ground the Yahweh, Yahweh formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air, and brought them unto Adam to see what he will call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. So whatsoever Adam called the living creature, so Adam, according to verse 19, what do you get out of verse 19? What do what you get out of that verse 19? 
What, what do you get out of verse 19? What do you get out of verse 19? Um, let's see. Well, I'll tell you what. We had we we a young line read again. And you read verse 19, then you expound on what you get out of verse 19. Hey, young line, brother Titus, read verse 19. I mean, what else? 19? Yeah, we want to ask yes, sir. what do he get out of it? Read verse 19. The book of Genesis, chapter 2. Verse 19 reads, And out of the ground, Yahweh formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. All right, so Judas, what do you get out of verse 19? We heard it read twice. You read it, and now... Brother Titus and Reddy, what do you get out of verse 19? Yahweh gave Adam, I would say, the power over to name every the every creature, every living creature. And and whatever and whatever Adam named, that was That's what, the end of. That was the name. So Adam. Yes. That Adam so gave what, them. Right. So I'm I'm gonna put a little more wood to it. So whatever Yahweh gave Adam to have a first and the last word. So whatever Adam came with, that was the end of it. Because one thing about Adam, that's why it's very important to understand your Adam and whoever got an Adam must be a 37, 12 through 15. Because if you end the creation of understanding, you want Yahweh to bless your relationship. We must follow his rules that he received from the Father. So now, that's why it's very important to make sure when you're in a relationship, you understand the rules is going to stand because that's the creation. That's why you got to make sure that you bring your offering to understand the order of the mighty one. And read 37, 12, uh, but I'll tell you what it's saying. And 37 children bring our held in, and then we'll get back on whatever the sign is. So now, that's why it's very important that, that when you're in a relationship, you come together in the head before you come together in the bed. If the rules of Yahweh is not applied, it's always going to be chaos because the order is not in place. I don't care how long your money is or how how your position is in the world. If you jump out there with, with, with not having that understanding, and when you get a mate, he must be a 37 verse 12. Let's, let's read about a young line. Sarah, 37 verse 12. The book of Sarah, chapter 37, verse 12 reads, But be continually with a Yahweh man, who you know it, to keep the Torah instruction. The commandments of Yahweh, whose mind is according to your mind, and will solve with you if you should miscarry. You see that? That means anything happened to you, that man of Yahweh know what to do because he's been tutored to be in his position. So that's why it's very important in a relationship. Although we know it's going to be a school, banquet hall, radio station, and all. But when the young couples come in, 
we have to show them the rules of the Bible. That man that you talk about hooking up with, and that woman you talk about hooking up with, they must understand the creation of Yahweh. This is the way he said for him to bless the relationship. This is the order of things. This man must be a Yahweh man. Because Yahweh have a damn he to get the first word and the last word. You got it? Now forget that. So long as you see that it's in order, then guess what? The blessing of Yahweh will be in your relationship. And that's why we come humble six nights a week. And with no accident how the broadcast started earlier and we were shown something earlier and we had checked something, but Yahweh won't get to come out. So now we got to zero in on that point because especially when you're in leadership, leadership have to make a Yahweh decision every time because that's the responsibility of leadership. And that's why it's told Ezekiel. Ezekiel, I'm going to take away the desires of your eyes and the stroke. Why is that, Ezekiel? Because you up front, Ezekiel. You carry my word. My word don't have no lows and no high. My, my word is straight ahead. The way it's written, that's the way it is. When my father gave me the book in Revelation chapter 5, he finished the book and gave it to me. He didn't ask me my opinion one way or the other. I had to take the Bible and read my opinion or what he want me to do. So if you understand these rules, good. All right, so we're going to bring our L.D. and tell you all about the broadcast, and we see the mothers is ready to come on stage, too. So let's see if we bring our L.D. and Mr. Tills in and give a light on whatever Yacht was giving him on tape number 34. That's why we keep, keep telling you. If you missed the beginning of the broadcast, you got to redo it later. But the, the beginning of the broadcast, it's why we on what we on right now. Because one thing about it, when it comes down to Yahweh's business, it's no conversation. If you know what position you're in, you give it all you got. You give it all your might. Because you can't be your right. Nobody to your left, nobody to your right folks in the city you come out of Yahweh's business. That's the point we make. So you need to have a loud voice, you say. Elder Mr. Tim Israel, one of the elders out of Camp 1. That's why I beat you that big right. And Yakwa bless you, see as well as see Royal. Yakwa. Hello, Yakwa, Elder. And see, there's one thing about his words. See, you have to hear a conversation. Then in that very hour, see, when we do Luke 12, 12, see, that's not a cliche statement. In that very hour, he'll give you what you, you ought to say. That's why we put Luke 12, 12 in. We ask the question. We got to answer. Because we didn't get the answer or cause you the answer. That's the Bible telling you to do. So that's created a lesson. We're going to deal with it. After I ever tell the mass Norton what the Almighty put on him, you're on the clock tomorrow. <laughs> Once again, God bless you, sir, Israel. And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast among a cast of over 900,000 listeners. And that's a good thing, as you always hear me say, because that means we're able to get that word out to more people at one time. And that's always a good thing, because we know we need Yahweh's word in this world. 
but we also know we need to live in this world also. And we do those things which are necessary and righteous in order to live a righteous life, which is like we're tutored. The elder should teach the uh, younger on what to do, especially the word. We take care of our homes, and we take care of where we live. Some of this stuff makes me think about Pharaoh, how he used to do the people. You know, you live in Pharaoh's land, you have to pay tribute to Pharaoh else you live in his land. We live in the U.S. Now, we don't have a Pharaoh, but look at the new modern day. You have a home that you have to pay taxes. You have a family that you have to take care of. You go to work, you make money, and they take taxes from that and even take it again at the end of the year. That kind of reminds me of the scripture in the book of Matthews, chapter 22, reading uh, verses uh, 19. I'll be up to 21. 19 says, show me the tribute money. And they brought unto him a penny. 20. And he said unto them, whose image is on this description? And they said unto him, Caesar's. Then he said unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and unto Yahweh that are Yahweh. But seeing all this, we have to do what's righteous uh, for where we live, and we do what's righteous also unto Yahweh. And that's something to remember and something that is taught from the elder to the younger. This is one of the reasons why we welcome and thank all of you attending our live broadcast of Yaqua's ministry. We come to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible, and first and foremost about Yaqua's word. Connecting the books, your health, and foods that you should eat and keep in the Sabbath days. We do all this because you have not. It's the information you have came to seek, and now have found that in the voices of the Trizoites, tribe of Yadah. We're open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the normal days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. However, Sabbath class we do have. Top part of the Sabbath is Friday. Class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and online class starts at 2 to 5 p.m until temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. To use this, open up any search engine on any one of your smart devices. And on that search line, type tribeyada.com. And after you click enter, once again, look for tribeyada.com dash Israelites. This will take you to a big line where you'll see some choices. One of the choices will be tires and offers. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. However, on any other device, you may see menu. By clicking this, you'll still see choices. Still choose the tithes and offerings, and doing so, remember what it tells us in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Yaqua, you kindred to the people. Give unto the Yaqua, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Yaqua, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. 
I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yankwa loves a cheerful giver. And also donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures we read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse number 30. And once again, read in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you, thus says Yahweh Online. Also the building of school, which I can see is very well needed on a daily basis. A banquet hall radio station and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program. Hallelujah. Also while there, check out our calendar. It's there to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible these days that come to us throughout the year. We also, on this program, have a live feature. And the way to get to our live feature is to type three words. Yaqua Radio Live. And after you do that, look for Voices of the True Israelites, Tribe of Yada. Click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into a live online broadcast, which is our live feature. We also have a few numbers you can call with Yaqua in mind. The first is the conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This would be our international number where you can call and leave those messages on Bible scriptures that you may have had questions on, and that can be answered by any one of the six Atlantic camps of Yahweh's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, we're only here discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling the same number, you can order what our members know 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. However, on another note, we might ask, please do not contact us here. via email, text, because what happens? He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, that's a cigar man, and answering many memos that most of us have seen, even now in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. So please use that international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you're all trying to teach. As I said, you're only here at discouraging doubt talk. Now, if you've happened to miss the beginning of our program, you can catch the entire show today after 9.15 p.m., Recorded, except Friday's program time will be repeated after 10.30. And to do that, just enter three words on the search line, Yahuwah Radio Live. After clicking enter, look for Voices of the True Israelites, driving your job. Choose the program that you are late logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. Also, during our normal Blood Talk broadcast, you'll find we're also simultaneously transmitting on Talk Talk which can be logged in by your phone, tablet, or computer, even now your smartwatch. Just make sure you've downloaded the PalTalk app. You'll be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for Voices of the Trisleys, Travis Yardow. A room will hold 50 or more listening participants, where Yahweh's Word will also be working for your Bible education. 
online there to answer any of the on-the-table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with C. Israel, writing and shotgun. During this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And a broad talk pass before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on film talk. Yahweh be with you all. But you know, I always give that continuing reminder about this time. When we are given the scriptures to speak by the seer, be quick to hear and slow to speak, so the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly, remembering that we have over 900,000 listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh and not of confusion. So doing this, you have to be careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible. But make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. And so we can start to do just that. We'll pass our program back to our seer Israel and say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. All right, hell, that was excellent. Hallelujah, Yahweh. So that was excellent. So let's see if we um, bring the mother in. As a matter of fact, um, we left a couple of verses out the table for the mothers. We know. Um, the big digger business has something to do with the microphone. So let's bring them up in and we'll catch them, we'll catch them verses that we did leave from mother. And uh, we'll get back to this topic that we'll pick up on in the beginning of the broadcast. We're going to take care of a whole lot of this because we don't say it's almighty whole government. So when you meet the mothers out of camp one, mother E, mother C, and mother D of Israel, one thing about it. And we need a service. And that's why we, we clear, we here to help you on whatever it is. But the first thing we have to do to help you, the first thing we got to do to help you, let, let, let me tell you what got to happen. Hope they help you. Because I was, I was um, you got a lot of people that need help, but they better have and put them in a situation where the point that they can't receive the help. But Yahweh only got room to help them. That's why Mother E, Mother Z, Mother G of Israel is available to help those that have to have help. You know, and that's why it's very important to in a relationship. We must find that a, a relationship of the Bible is totally different from the world relationship. It's totally different. And the marriage that we in, religion we in today, it's worldly. And that's why you have so many up and down bows and highs because the order is not set in order. But we're going to show you how the order goes. I'm going to take 30 bows. 74, 75, whatever Yahweh So, Mother E, you that sea right. Yahweh bless you, Israel. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Mother. Now, and we know Mother Z, we'll be giving a commentary later on whatever is put on the table or whatever the Almighty put on her. But, Mother, Mother E, we got a lot of sick people in our 
life. We know a lot of sick people. And they sit more ways than one. But the anointed sick anointed camp, if we go visit the sick, let's see what the Bible tells us to do in the book called Jeremiah 24-1-2. Now, see, this is how we roll. We know we got a lot of sick people. But Yahweh, he tells the one that he am anointed. What you do if you go and visit a sick person? Or you go and have a business period. He tell you what you're supposed to do. Let's see what he says in uh, the 24th chapter, verse 1 and 2, Mother, Mother Eve. Let's see what the Almighty says. One of the six camps have to go visit somebody. Let's, let's see. What the Yahweh tell you to do? Twenty-four, one, two, and Jeremiah. Come on. Look at Jeremiah chapter twenty-four, verse one and verse two. Verse one: Yahweh showed me, and behold, two baskets of seeds were set before the temple of the Yahweh. After that. King of Babylon had carried a red captive. The son of Jonathan, king of Judah, and the prince of Judah with the carpenter and smith from Judah and had brought them to Babylon. Verse 2. One basket had very good figs, even like the figs that are fresh rice, fresh rice. And the other basket had very naughty figs, which could not be eaten. They were so bad. Mm-hmm. So, uh, did you know? Did you notice um, in that that what happened there? Yahweh sent the seer to the big dignitary, and he brought him a basket. Uh, and and, and Yahweh had already had told him that you take this over to them because. Uh, when Nebuchadnezzar, the big king of the Kushai comes, he's going to take the good and the bad. See, he's not going to ask you why you good or bad, and that's why we keep telling you, you got to make sure you understand that your company, your company can, can have you messed up. And that's why you got to make sure you might have good intentions. But your company might be bad. And he let you know that you got, he came to the temple, but he let you know the good and the bad going into captivity. So that's why you, it's like when you tell you, you, you youngsters, we, I know you're good, we're going to raise you good. But if you hang on, on the corner with the guys that's not good, when 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 the, um, the billistic people come, they're going to tap you in your head too. So that's why you got to make sure you 
understand that you have to understand this Bible. You don't jump in a relationship not knowing the foundation of it because somebody look good, smell good, and his pocket's long or her pocket's long. That ain't the reason you get in a relationship. You know, you should be in a relationship after two months like a vampire and stuff all the life out you. See? Because you looked at things by um, 724, mother, uh, St. John. See, a lot, see, lot of us look at things according to 724 or St. John. Hey, Maurice, what is that mm-hmm. in St. John 724? Look at St. John chapter 7, verse 24. St. John chapter 7, verse 24. St. John chapter 7. Verse 24, verse 24 reads, St. John chapter 7, verse 24, Judge not according to appearance, but judge rightly judge men. Mm-hmm. He said, when you're in a relationship right now, when you're in a relationship, According to what you just got through reading, Mother, can you help the, the international, but especially the six or nine camp? How do you supposed to judge in a relationship according to 724? How are you supposed to judge, Mother? Right, Actually, right. That's how you're supposed to do it. Now, precept that to 625, and let's see what the Bible definition of righteousness is. Let's see what the Bible says. Now, when you're in a relationship, you don't pick your mate because they look good, smell good, or can help you to a high position in the world. You get a relationship based upon righteousness. What is the biblical definition of righteousness, mother, in 625? Um, Deuteronomy. Okay. Look at Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verse 25. Yes, ma'am. Let's that say. Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verse 25. Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verse 25. Verse 25 reads, and it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before the Yahweh, our Yahweh, as he has commanded us. You see that? So, in a relationship, we have to understand that we must get in a righteous relationship. And the Bible definition of righteousness is keeping the law. That means you're not going to make a move unless your partner that you got your eyes on is keeping the law. Your partner ain't going to make no move unless they know you is keeping the law. Now, L. Mr. Tibbs, when we read Luke chapter 1, verse 5 and 6, getting up this national audience in, so this is what you have to look at first in a relationship, not Woo we look what look look at that. Look at that action. Woo 
come in to know the camp. We have to say, no, young man, young lady, your children must be Christ. And one verse five and six L Mr. Kill can you up the last knowing is out in a case in point. A case in point. Okay, in the book of Luke, chapter 1, reading verses 5 and verse number 6, verse 5 says, There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named uh, Zacharias of the course of Abed, and his wife was the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. 6, and they were both righteous before Yahweh, walking in all the commandments of Torah instructions and ordinances of the Yahweh blameless. And they was what? They was both what? They were both what? They were both walking in the commandments blamelessly. They were both doing it. That's yeah, the game change. And that was the creation that took the Judas read the order things in the creation. They both have to be on the same page. You say, um, oh, where's your mate at? Oh, well, my mate, uh, they don't come to class. They don't come to class. Oh, well, no, they off in something else. They're not off in this. So uh, how did you uh, come about with this relationship you in up? Oh, well, you know, he's nice. He, he said, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, to my parents. Oh, you see that? So you so you so. So that would be no uplifting relationship. All I'm saying they want have in common is the twenty sheets for two, three minutes. That's it. <laughs> and this is what we have to uh, show to those that's coming, but leadership have to reflect it by being in order themselves. That's the point we make. So now, now let's see what Yahweh is saying in Galatians chapter six, sixteen, and young lion brother Titus. Tell me the 34th chapter of Ezekiel, 1 down to verse number 8. Had that waiting on me, 34, 1 down to verse 8. Yes, so sir. now we pick it back up the early part of the broadcast. Because like I said again, we come here to serve. We're not coming here to feed our own blood. We come to serve. Somebody needs to know that a relationship must be with a Yahweh man that you know that keeps the Torah done. If that is your position. But if you're not in it and he ain't in it, then you, you know, y'all do the best you can. But we gotta maybe you wanna help your offspring. Maybe you wanna help your nieces, nephews. Maybe you wanna help them. Huh? Say them many strikes. See, our ministry is a teaching ministry. We'll meet you where you at. We'll show you what comes to follow you according to the scripture. It's up to you to take notes. Now, if you help somebody else, uh, cook the juice, can you help those kids out? If you help somebody else, let's see what he got written. Now, James, real name is Jacob. But, Going to James five twenty. Now, if you help somebody, look what look what James wrote, which is Yahweh the Son's book. Look what he look what he read. I mean, look what he wrote that you can get 
by helping somebody else. If, if you pull them to the broadcast and they give them the broadcast one time, if you don't come back no more, you'll dunk your car. But if you help somebody, look what Yahweh told his brother to write and put in a book in 5 verse 20. What you got there for the Judas in 5 verse 20? James chapter 5 verse 20. Verse 20 reads, let him know that he which <coughs> what's the convert 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 the sinner from the convert the sinner from the error of his way shall save his soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. You can hide a multitude of your sins and your Yahweh you said we'll drop the Yahweh, you know you know better than I know. He said, but but at least I do have a card saying I help somebody. I direct somebody to fix them on the camp. He asked the angel, yeah, did he do that? Yeah, he did that. Yahweh might give you a pass into the kingdom by you looking out for somebody else. You put them on the right track. See? See? That's the, that's the game changer. That's why you always have to be in a teaching mode whoever you come in contact with. You able to come to put them on the road. Y'all look at that as your job company. And and I'll tell you something. When you stand in front of the Almighty, you will need all the James five twenty you can get in your back pocket or in your purse. This man gonna do exactly what he said he's gonna do in his book. That's why when he gave his book to his son in Revelation chapter five, the book was sealed. It was complete. What's written in that Bible, that's how it's going to be. And you're going to get in the kingdom, you're going to play by the rules of the Bible. Matter of fact, read that, read that arrow. Give me, now, give me that Galatians 16 now. Give it to me now. Okay, what is that, Galatians? Uh... 6.16, 9 to 10 at verse. 9 okay, to 10, 6.16. 16. Uh-huh. In the book of Galatians, chapter 6. Reading verse number 16. 16 says, And as many as walk according to this rule, peace be on them, and mercy upon the Israel of Yahweh. You there? So if you walk according to this rule, the man going to give you some mercy. I'll the Israel of Yahweh. He a Children of Israel. That's why you got to know who you are. See, you got to know who you are. He will have mercy on the children of Israel first. But you got to walk according to these rules. And that's why we come and show you what these rules is. You can't let any man stand before you. Listen to what he told Ezekiel Seer about the, the Pope, the Cardinals, the teachers, the bishops. Now, he, he called Ezekiel to the side in the 34th chapter. He's coming, hey, Ezekiel, here, come here, man. He said, I want to talk to you about the, these popes coming up and these cardinals and these teachers. I want to talk to you about them, what they're forewarned the children of the book, the children of Israel. Let's see these fans in uh, Young Line and 34-1 down to verse number eight. Let's talk about it. You're on the clock. Get your time there, Young Line. I got my eye on you now, Young Line. Come on. Yes, sir. Book of Ezekiel to see chapter 34, verse 1 to 8. Ezekiel to see chapter 34, verse 1 read. 
And the word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, Verse 2, Son of man, prophesies against the shepherds, bishops, pastors, teachers of Israel, prophesied, and said to them, Thus said Yahweh unto the shepherds, bishops, pastors, and teachers, all be to the shepherds of Israel that feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flock? Verse 3. You eat the fat and clothe you with the wool and kill them that are fed, but you feed not the flock. Verse 4. The disease have you not strengthened, neither have you healed that which was sick. Neither have you bowed up that which was broken. Neither have you brought again that which was driven away. Neither have you sought out which was lost. But with force and with cruelty have you ruled them. Verse 5. And they were scattered because there was no shepherd. And they became meat to all beasts of the field. That they were scattered. Verse 6. My sheep wandered through all the mountains. And upon every eye hill, yea, my flock was scattered upon all the face of the earth, and none did search or seek after them. Verse 7. Therefore, you shepherds, pastors, bishops, popes, teachers, hear the word of Yahweh. Verse 8. As I live, said Yahweh, surely, because my flock became a prey, and my flock became meat, to every beat of the field, because there was no shepherd, neither did my shepherd search for my flock. But the shepherd, but the shepherd fed themselves and fed not the flock. And they fed themselves. Like one of brothers, one of Christians, a brother said, um, you know, my jet. Call so many million dollars, but it need a tune up. But I tell you what, I ain't gonna even worry about that. Y'all just get me another. You know the brother that got the we got him another sixty five million. But the people, dumb is all I do. <laughs> this is what you do. You reward, but it t- it tells you plainly how you ain't supposed to do that. See, the Bible tells the whole story. You know what we do? We we had a, another old pastor, Christian pastor. They put a blindfold on him and take him out and show him, show him his jet so we can have our pastor like everybody else do. But this ain't what it's all about, material things. It's about learning them the word of the Almighty. Because it tells you plainly in the 12th chapter, young line, uh, the book of Psalm 12, can you have to read a bit what it tells you? Sure. To do, but you know what we do. We watch it. We watch all these big Christian pastors with all type of jets. They're like your little tape out. When I'm ready for Chinese food. I get in my jet and go and fly to China. Yeah, okay, you do that. But the children of Israel don't be flying no jet to China. Go, you don't be eating no China, no Chinese or Japanese food. You see that? Yakwa. So. Understand something, we come to show you how, if, if Yahweh is going to intervene in your life, that's the mighty one, the real name called the four letters, Y-H-W-H, 
you don't have to order yourself you call to this Bible. You got to be in a ministry to show you what the Bible says, not cliche things like come as you are. Come as you are, I'm going to get you thrown in the bottom of the leg of five thousand please say segments from man and the pastor's dog that you keep dogging down. This is what Yahweh tell you to do when it comes down to your purse or your pocket. Let's go to Salah 12, verse 1. Listen and read a bit. Let's see what he told the seer to tell those that got an ear how you conduct yourself when it comes down to your purse or your pocket. Twelve one is real a bit, Sirach. The book of Sirach, the seer, chapter twelve, verse one reads When you will do good, know to whom you doeth it, so should you be thanked for your benefit. Verse two, do good to the Yahweh man, and you should find a recompense, but if not from him, yet from the most high Yahweh. Verse three. There can no good come to him that is always occupied in evil, nor to him that giveth no arms, no money. Verse 4. Give to the Yaquati man, and help not a sinner. Verse 5. Do well unto him that is lowly, but give not to the un Hold back your bread, and give it... Hold that point. Hold that point, young man. Back and read verse 4 again. Hold on. Hold on. Go back again and read verse 4 again. And um, Sister Judith, have me First John chapter 3, 3, and 4 waiting on me. Have that waiting on me, y'all. What, what did he just tell us here again? He told the, the man of Yahweh to put this in the Bible. Do what in verse 4? The rock is here, chapter 12, verse 4. Give to the Yahweh man. And help not a sinner. He tell you help not a sinner. Now, that's big trouble there. So the one that made the heaven and earth, he gave his book to his son. His son brought it down to and gave it to the angels. The angels got it and brought it down to the seer. The seer got the book, read the book, understood it, and gave it to the elders. The elders understood the Bible. And gave it to the teacher. The teacher understood the Bible and gave it to the father. The father understood the Bible and gave it to the mother. The mother understand the Bible and it gave it to the children. You cannot break that protocol. So you can't watch the cliche that other people do and he tell you what not to do, but then you do it anyway. Because another ministry of a Congregation pastors of 65, 70, 80 million dollar airplanes. Now you go. Now you going to get. Now you going to surprise your your preacher, and you going and you going to contribute your money in and get him on to because the other Christian pastors got. But he just tell you right there in verse four, help not a sinner. Help not a sinner. Now. Sister Judas is going to give you a biblical definition of a sinner. He's going to give you what the Bible says, what a sinner is, when you can detect what is a sinner. He tell you not to do something, you do it anyway. Let's read the biblical definition of a sinner. 1 John, chapter 3, right side of the book, chapter 3, 3, and 4. 
First John chapter three verses three and four. Verse three reads, "And every man this hope in him perish himself, perjures himself, even as he is pure." Verse four reads, "Whosoever committed sin transgresseth also the law, for sin is a transgression of the law." He said, "Sin." He said, help not a sinner. A sinner is the one that breaks the law. So now if you want to help a sinner that breaks the law, you ain't got nothing coming. You know what you really did? We're going to bring mother and show you exactly what you're going to do. Now, of course, the Bible will show you exactly what you just got to do. By bringing mother D up here, another mother out of camp one, we're going to bring them to the table. And we're going to see at the same token, you can be trying to 55, 1, 2, and 3 of our, uh, Isaiah. Now, let me say, when the son received the Bible, the manuscript, and well, chapter 5, you can see that book. That book was sealed with seven years. That means there wasn't nothing to add to it and nothing to take away for it. You have to look at that book and find out what was this part and do it. And he says in verses, I do all that please my father. So what he's trying to tell you, and when the angels brought the book down to the sea, the rock was stone to write, help not a sinner. Help not a sinner. The biblical definition of a sinner is the breaking of the law. If you break the law, you in danger of a hell fire. You can't keep up with the known world. Hey, Marie, read that for me in Romans chapter 12, 1, 2, and 3. Marie, Romans 12, 1, 2, and 3. That's why we got to come humble and we got to meet you wherever he gives us. And that is the reason why we dropped the group 12, 12 on table. We don't know what's going to be said, which way the lesson is going, because you want the right spirit to enter in the lesson. So what happens is the young line teacher kicked off the lesson by his demeanor. He kicked the lesson off. But that's the way y'all who I wanted to be. For to bring out the goal to understand this thing, you got to make a Bible decision. You can't keep on making fleshly decisions and the Bible don't support it. You lose. And he just told you, help not a sinner. Help not a sinner. That's what the Bible says by the Father right. Now you can bring Mother D of Israel here and I said, Mother D.F. Israel, one of the most out of camp one. Yahweh P.F. King Grace. Yahweh P.F. Israel. Mother D.F. Israel. Yahweh P.F. Israel. Oh. <clears throat> Yahweh bless you, Phil. Israel of C. Roy. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Yahweh bless you, Phil. Well, like I said, Mother, we got a. 
and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercy of David.
when you are done all that you done did by keeping up with the world. I ain't forgot mother a hey, mother eight. I ain't forgot about that twelve, one, two, and three. I ain't forgot about nothing. Because I will be reminded of it. But I'm gonna tell you what you're doing when you follow what the world did and you didn't follow what Yahweh said. Look what he says, Elder Mr. Till. He says something that we can read in verse twenty one and twenty two. What did he say, Elder Mr. Till? Matthew seven, twenty one and twenty two. What did he say? In the book of Matthew, chapter seven, reading verse twenty one and verse number twenty two. Twenty one says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Yahweh, Yahweh, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. 22. Many will say unto me, In that day, Yahweh, Yahweh, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and cast out devils. And in thy name done many wondrous works. Uh, then Yahweh will let you go your God, and then he's going to respond to you in 23. Verse number 23 says, And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity, sins. He said, He going to tell you, get away from me. I ain't tell you to keep up with the, with the world. I told you, obey my voice. And my voice is heard through my fear. And when you best to hear, the voice of the seer. Give me a precept in uh, in the uh, 13th chapter, Elder. Let's see the best time you can hear old seer. And Acts 13, look at verse 26 and 27. See, let me tell you something. We watch it, everybody, on the pages of the book. And and, and this is how say. He said, the ones are going to be ready, going to make a decision according to my book. They're not going to make a fleshly decision because I told you you ain't got nothing coming. And he told you, help not a sinner. Now, if you don't help the sinner and he don't told you not to do it, it's just like uh, driving your car and run a red light, a right red light or you run the stop sign, then, uh, then the, the the police come with the ticket book. He said, well, you had an opportunity to stop it. You didn't do it. So you know the ticket book has got to come out. Well, you don't try to talk your way out of it. How you don't talk your way out of it? Did you, did you just run a red light? Yes. Did you run a stop? Yes. Don't you know the penalty of it? I got to write you a ticket. The same thing y'all was going to tell you. You were told what I said not to do. But since your relatives and loved ones break my off, you just continue breaking it too. So I'm going to bother all you in the side. Isn't that what it's written? Uh, Brother Titus, what it says in uh, 1 verse 2 of the book of Titus, uh, Brother Titus, what it, what it says in 1 verse 2 of Titus? We're going to the book of Titus. Book of Titus, chapter 1, verse 2. Titus, chapter 1, verse 2. Titus, chapter 1, verse 2. The book of Titus. Chapter 1, 
Verse 2 reads, In hope of eternal life, with Yahweh, that cannot lie, promise before the world begins. You, 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 give me Hebrews 6.18. So now you, you the man just said, he said, in hope and turn out. He not lying. What's in this Bible, it's going to be dealt with. If he tell you what not to do, you do it anyway, knowing that it's wrong. It's just like running the red light, and you see the police didn't let their head the red light, and you ran. They ain't going to trouble to give you a ticket. Did you see me? I was at the other red light and when you ran the red light. Yeah, I did see you. What are you doing? Well, I, I just want to keep up the car because I'm, I'm telling that car that was a bit for me and I want to make sure that I don't get lost. Well, that ain't going to cut it. You got to obey. That's the same thing I'm going to tell you. You must obey the word of Yahweh. Not only be a hearer of the word of Yahweh, um, uh, mother, even though you ho- you holding twelve, one, two, and three, but you also oh. got a hey, mother. Eve, give me, give me Romans two thirteen. Give me that. I know you holding twelve, one, two, and three. We gonna get at twelve, one, two, and three, but we won't take any of two. So in Romans two thirteen, mother, can you got the national orders out? Oh, what do you think? Two thirteen. What it say? The book of Romans, chapter 2, verse 13. What is it? I'm going to take to. Romans, chapter 2, verse 13. Mm-hmm. The book of Romans, chapter 2, verse 13, reads. Romans chapter 2, verse 13. Verse 13 reads, But not the hearers of the law are just before Yahweh, but the doers of the law shall be justified. Yes. So there's over 9,000 strong international side. You can hear tell you all about what he's saying. But guess what? You got to be a doer of it. You just can't hear it and all of a sudden Pay it for never mind and she'll do the same thing. If he tell you what not to do and he speaks through the fear, according to Luke 1 7, now he's going to get put the precept on it in 13, 26, and 27. Listen to what, look what the elder brought going to bring in Acts chapter 13, 26, and 27. Hey, elder, what did that say come out? In the book of Acts. Chapter 13, reading verses 26 and 27. 26 says, Men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, and whosoever among you fear of Yahweh, to you is the word of this salvation sent. 27. For they that dwell in Jerusalem, and their rulers, because they knew him not, nor yet the voices of the seers, which they are read every Sabbath day, they have fulfilled them and condemned you. <laughs> Wait a minute. You can hear the voice of the seer. When or Elder according to verse 27? Here is so. 
Every Sabbath day. Okay, every Sabbath day the voices are heard of the seers. You hear the voice of the seer every Sabbath day. Every Sabbath day you hear the voice of the seer. See? But you pay the seer no never mind. But your time's gonna run out. But we just read in Luke one seventy that Yahweh speaks through the seer. And you can hear the voice of Yahweh through the seer every Sabbath day. You don't pay it no never mind. You get up and start doing what you gotta do. You're not paying the Bible no never mind. Huh? And, and you know what Yahweh got written? Uh, hey, Brother Titus. You know what Yahweh yes, got written about Second Chronicles 36? You got something written about that. What do you say in verse 12? It's getting warmed up in verse 12. See, one thing about it, I keep telling you something. We come prepared, but we not prepared to whatever lesson that we might have in my mind. Anybody's conversation can trigger off a lesson through the, through the mental spirit saying, that's what I want to be brought out. So put that lesson on tape. So you can't say, well, that, well, that ain't my note. What's your note that I do with it? You know, let me tell you a story one time. I remember one, I went to a, a big Israelite gathering. Israelite teachers all over the place. I came in a little late. You know, I was one of the speakers, too. And what happened, bumping to the fans, and the teacher that was up there teaching, big Israelite guy was teaching, his note, his note, the fan hit him in his note flip, a slide everywhere. He got so mad, if he had a pistol, he would pull a pistol out on me. That's what I'm sorry that your notes are full on, but that should not stop you from continuing teaching. <laughs> I can't teach about my notes. Oh, well, then you, you might come on out and let me teach this. You take my notes and let them fly all the way. I teach by Luke 12, 12 anyway. See? So you got some, if they know fly they finish. They're, they're, and you mess around causing the, the they know fly away in an audience or well. If they had a pistol, they'd pull a pistol out on you. So you're gonna mess the flow up now. Yeah? <laughs> but that's what we trying to tell you. When we come on our way, we teach from Luke twelve twelve. In that very same hour, the righteous spirit will give us our lesson. And our lesson is not for our flesh, it is to put you on the right track. Because I want all the James five twenties I can get. So when you stand before this man, and you contrary to this Bible, he's going to get you. I'm telling you up front. If you allow this Bible, if you allow the world, it's going to get you. And like, I said, and like I said again, when you know about the relationship, and we did say we're going to show you exactly how you deal with a relationship if you didn't know. That is in the Bible what kind of gesture you make if you didn't know. Oh, I didn't know I was in, I thought I've been taught all my life to find a good man to say, yes, ma'am, and yes, sir, and, and treat me right, and I can ride away with it. No, not according to No, you can't ride away with it. Because chaos is going to be, if it don't be today, it's going to be tomorrow. Now, let's go see what it says. In the 36th chapter, verse 12. Let's get going up in verse 12. Let's see what's going on in Second Chronicles 36, 12. 
Yes, sir. The book of Second Chronicles, chapter 36, verse 12 reads, And he did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh, his Yahweh, and humbled not himself before Jeremiah to see it, speaking from the mouth of Yahweh. That you that you will say 
Let me teach. Do the Bible support what I'm getting ready to do? The Bible don't support this nowhere else. You trying to tell us we all got to donate to get this, our Christian pastor a jet? And our Christian pastor is a, he's not keeping the laws of the Bible. And we just found out that the young lion read in Sirach 21. Read again in 21 again there, young lion. Did, did you hear what? Did you hear what the Bible said in 21? This is him talking to Remember, he speaks to the seer. And the seer is to, is to tell exactly what he said. Did you hear what the man said in 21? Hey, uh, young lion, what is that in 21 again? Book of Sirach, the seer, chapter 12, verse 1. And when you would do good, know to whom you doeth it, so should you be thanked for your benefit. What you mean? But what you mean by when you do good? Hey, Molly, what do you mean by when you do good? Romans chapter 7, verse 12 and 16, Molly. What do you mean by that? When you do good, know who you do good to. What do that mean? Tell your preacher to preach up the Bible. If he can't do it, then that is a sign to know, uh-oh, this man is not led by the spirit of Yahweh. By the man up, up, up in the way, he led by traditions of Moody Bible Institute somewhere. He probably, he probably got license from Moody somewhere. Moody to do mm-hmm. what? To the sea? Because I ain't going to teach nothing that you teach Dr. Bible. They ain't going to teach you nothing that's what you hear now. They'll give you a, a certificate for you to help deliver the people up below. See? There it is. To tell you what time it, it ain't a ministry on the planet Earth can deal with the sixth anointing camp according to the Bible. Open. What's the name of it? What pastor? We have we have invited pastors to come on by. Put on your case. Forty one twenty one. Produce your cause of Isaiah. But we know you're not gonna go in the Bible because you go in the Bible. That's the death that's the city. You might read one verse, and we're going to tell you what precept that. You said, if you're cursing me out, thought he was there, you. When I tell the precept that, you say, if you're cursing me out. what he going to say? Because he's wrong. But you, but you continue on what you're doing with him. And he told you in 12 what not to do, but you do it anyway. Keep running them red lights, and it tell you not to run them red lights. And see how long you be having trouble like It's not going to be long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What we read? Who read what? Hey, Mother read. Mother, Mother read now. Hey, Mother read. What it says in that 7 verse 12 and 16 about when you do good, know who you do good to. What's that mean? We're going to pray. Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7. Verse 12 and verse 16. Verse 12. Wherefore, the law is righteous, and the commandment righteous, and just, and good. 16. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. So when, when you tell you do good, so when you do good to, that means make sure you know who you're doing good pertaining to the law. Make sure you're doing 
they is keeping the law. They're not keeping the law by having a service on the wrong day, the first day of the week. Do you know Mother D of Israel, give me my 56 now, I need Mother. Now give me my, I know you got your mark in it already. You got your Isaiah 56, 1, 2, and 3 already ready for me. Keep his covenant, and his covenant is 
that would please him. So who are you pleasing if he tell you his salvation is tied into his Sabbath? Huh? So who are you pleasing? He said, he said when are you going to do the things that's pleasing him? And what pleasing him that you're doing his Sabbath? Huh? Hallelujah. So who are you really pleasing? Auntie? Auntie Willie May? You really pleasing your your mama, your daddy? Who are you pleasing this? Huh? Who are you pleasing? He said, Well pleasing him is keeping the Sabbath day. For your first job, uh working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith. Yes. You say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off. Yeah. Which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but, but I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. So my question is to the national audience, over 900,000 strong, who are you pleasing? If you're not keeping the Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday, you're not pleasing him. So who are you pleasing? Now, come on back, Mother Titus, we read Sirach 12, read verse 1, and let's see what verse 2 I, I It might be a big time, I mean, it's a, there's a precept in every verse. But listen, read verse 1, then read verse 2, and let's see. She will let it go past and go to 3. We'll see. Read verse 1, 12, verse 1 again. Listen to what he says in 12, verse 1. And Sirach, 12, 1. Sirach, this is chapter 12, verse 1, read. And when you would do good, know to whom you doeth it, so should you be thanked for your benefit. Verse 2. Do good to the Yaqwali man, who you should find a rigapent, and not from him, yet from Yaqwa the Most High. Read that again. Verse 3. Take time, Yaman. Yeah, that's a real plan. Sirach chapter 12, verse 1. When you two. would do good. Two. Read 2. Take the time, read verse 2. Sirach Tassir, chapter 12, verse 2. Do good to the Yahwali man. You should find a recompense, if not from him, yet from the Most High Yahweh. That means when you throw the Bible, the fear might not never pat you on the back behind it. But Yahweh just told you, don't worry about that. I see it. I see it. So when, when he said he said, Mother G of Israel, what is he saying that we can read in Matthew chapter 6, 1, 2, 3, 4? See, listen. When you do good to the Yahweh man, and he don't respond to you, I might just forget about you. That should not cross your mind. Because Yahweh say he sees it. And we'll get a precept with Mother D of Israel in the sixth chapter of Matthew, 1, 2, 3, 4. But listen at verse 4. Real Kepler with Mother D 
be up Israel to live in a knockout blow. What is it, Mama? Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 to 4. Verse 1. Take heed that you do not your arms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father, which is in heaven. Verse 2. Therefore, when thou doest thine arm, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogue, the temple, and in the street, that they may have honor of men. Truly I say unto you, they have their reward. Verse 3, but when thou doest arms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doest. Verse 4, that thine arms may be in secret and your father, which seeth in secret himself, shall reward you openly. You see that? Well, you see that? He said, he said, regardless, if uh, you see a pain, you don't never mind. But Yahweh said, I see it. I see it. And I'm going to reward you openly because of Mother of Israel and 322 on the right side of the book of 1 John. Listen to what he told Beloved. He told Beloved something, Mother. He up here, first John chapter 3, verse 22. He made a profound statement, Mother. And what did he say? Okay. First John. He did say first John. Yeah. First John chapter 3. Mm. On the right side of the book, verse 22. What did he say that, Mother D. up Israel? First John chapter three, verse twenty-two reads, "And whatsoever we ask, we receive of Him, because 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 we keep His law and do those things that are pleasing in His sight." So, Mother, yeah, Israel, what is? According to that verse three twenty-two, what is pleasing in his sight? His law. Keeping his law. Listen, mm-hmm. what pleases in his sight is keeping his law. So if your pastor keeping up with the Joneses and the nations and not keeping his law, that don't please him. That don't please him. What pleases him is keeping it's law. Now, if you want to please your idol, oh, I wonder how can I please my idol? You know, mm-hmm. so let's keep the law. You hear what Oprah said? And, and is your prophet keeping the law? Or is he giving the Almighty's day, and, and that day is a no never mind, and he's keeping it quick by doing the Sunday morning and the Sunday afternoon? That's not his will. That's man will. That's Constantine, 321 A.D. He the one gave that decree that no more keeping Friday night, Saturday night. 
I'm in charge now. Then slavery started by Pope Nicholas V in 1441 because you didn't want to be a Christian. He just put him in perpetual slavery and get all the babies and raise him up to be a Christian. And you the offspring of them today. Okay? I mean, listen, if you're going to get to the kingdom, you got to do his will. The will is the Bible's will. He gave you the song. And, and he made it plain, um, he made it plain, Elder Mr. Gibbs and the, in the seventh chapter of St. John, verse 16, he says something, Elder, Mr. Gibbs. He says something, St. John 7, 16. Can you have to go see out? What did he say in 7, 16 that we can read? What did he say? Elder, Mr. Gibbs, what did he say in St. John 7, 16? What did he say? Hmm? Elder. Mr. Chair, what do you say? Pick it up, our title. All right, we're going to John, chapter 7, verse 16. John, chapter 7, verse 16, read. Now, quite a certain answer there. It said, my teaching is not mine, but his that sent me. You know what I'm saying? He said, he said, he said, he said, this ain't my, this ain't me. I received it, and I'm giving it to you. Matter of fact, you're going to make it even more plain in the 12th chapter, young lion. Pick it up at verse number 46 down to 50. See, he's going to make it plain. See, listen. When we call the airways, listen to me. All we're doing is reading the Bible and breaking down the Bible with the ability he get. But this is not me. So all these, you know, See, I like to take you and run your head into that tree. Why? Why do you want to run to see your head into the tree for? Why? <laughs> Why are you going to do that? I can see myself grabbing you around your neck and run your head into the tree. Why? Because I'm going to be reading the book. Hmm? Let's see what it says in um, St. John 12, 46 down to verse 50. What does it say that young line? The book of John. Righteous John, beloved John, chapter 12, verse 46 through 50. John chapter 12, verse 46. I am come a light unto the world, that whosoever believe on me shall not abide in darkness. Verse 47. If any man hear my word and believe not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. Verse 48, he that rejected me and received not my word, have one that judged him. The word that I have spoken, the same should judge him in the last day. Verse 49, for I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. Verse 50, and I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, he has the Father said it to me. So I speak. Yeah. That's the same thing. All, all we do is read what this Bible is. That's it. Now let's go back to that Sarat again there, young lion. 
Now we now that's correct. That's read verse three. Listen, listen, listen to this in here, Deuteronomy twelve, verse three. Listen to this. And these are the books that your pastor never told you. The Bible of fifteen eleven. You go on your computer and pull up. It has eighty books. in it. The Protestant Church in eighteen eighty five removed fourteen books. Fourteen books. Then they mess around and put this thing together because we got to leave out the Greek empire what they did and tell your pastor say between Malachi and Matthew uh, uh, our Lord Jesus Christ wasn't talking. <laughs> you see that? For the 400 years he wasn't talking. So your pastor gave the minute. He said, Pastor, what's between Malachi and um, Matthew? Oh, that's them that was the year that our Lord Jesus Christ wasn't talking. See that? If you quote that from somebody, you know that definitely. Well, really, child, I'm quoting that from somebody. I heard that myself. But I was suspicious about it. So you mean you going on what they saying? You mean you going to stand up here with 66 books knowing the Bible got 80 books in it? What other 14 books that happened? I paid my time, three will off my donation, and I donate my time. You mean you're not reading out of the 14 books and check it out in 1885? You ain't got nothing to read out of it. Well, I've been told by the, the minister alliance group that we don't need that no more. See that? See that? So you see what you're doing? So you see what you're doing? Mm. See? Uh-oh. That's what you're doing. Now your pastor is sitting there reading a book with six or six books. He's telling you, he got half of the story. And he's dobbing you down and he's going to pass on to his son. And it's not going to dog you down, and you're still going to be doing Sunday, 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock in the morning. Knowing that don't please that the Almighty at all. See that? You see what you do? Then you'll go out there and buy him a jet because the other pastor, the other Sunday pastor got a jet. Now you're making him smile on his face, but he's not making y'all smile. Come on, come on, brother, verse 3. 12, 3 or 3 a little bit. Look at the rock, chapter 12. Verse 3, there can no good come to him that is always occupied in evil, nor to him that give it no arm money. Verse 4, give to the Yaquali man and help not a sinner. He tell you help not a sinner. He tell you help not a sinner. If you was part of helping your preacher get that airplane and your pastor's a sinner by keeping Sunday, he tell you what not to do, and you done it anyway. So you think you got a reward coming? Mm-hmm. And he tell you not to do it, and you do it anyway? Oh, you said, well, you didn't know. Okay, good. We're going to find out about you. You don't know. Okay. Well, you don't know, uh, Mother E, what you're supposed to do is you don't know, Mother. And Acts 3.19. And my mother's going to show you what you're supposed to do if you don't. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Then, then mother is going to show you what you're supposed to do on to the Bible. Acts 3, 19. The book of Acts, chapter 3, verse 19, read. Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sin may be blotted out when the time of refreshing shall come. From the presence of the Yahweh. So you see what Doey left open for you to do? Repent. You got to tell mama. 
God said, ain't really made. Listen, I know I've been brought up in this paganism. I understand. But I'm looking at the Bible. The Bible saying, I'm wrong. You wrong. I see the Bible don't tell people no son. Son is the first day of the week. The Bible tells us how we become Christians is by Pope Nicholas the Fifth. Whooping our Pope Father's head. We was never was Christian. We learned how to be Christian by getting our head beat in four forty one, fourteen forty one, by the Portugal and Spain Christians. They beat our heads and, and made us submit to be a Christian and see our kids again. That's how I become a Christian. But, you know, it was prophesied of Mother Dear of Israel. Hey, Mother Dear of Israel, it was prophesied in, um, by Isaiah Seer in 6515. What did it say, Mother? What it says in Isaiah 6515? Uh, Isaiah. Mother Dear of Israel. Mother, what did it say, Mother? Isaiah 55, 15. Oh, yeah, I ain't got sure. huh? Isaiah 65, 6, 5. Oh, 65. 65. Yes, ma'am. 65, 15. Isaiah 65, verse 15. Uh-huh. 15. Isaiah 15. 65. Well, I One said five. that either. One time, mother. <laughs> Isaiah 65, verse 15, and you shall leave your name for a curse unto my chosen, for Yahweh shall slay you and call his servant by another name. He said you're going to leave your name for a curse. Yeah. Now, what, now your line, what title? Yes, sir. What name are you leaving? What name are you gonna leave for a curse? Go back to Genesis chapter thirty-two, verse one, twenty-four down to verse six. Let's see if we put this puzzle together. Let's see if we put yes, this sir. puzzle together. And Genesis thirty-two, verse one, twenty-four to thirty. Let's see if we put this. And we are gonna find out, Sister Judas, who you get. To have you lose your name for a curse. You can find out. So you was having Psalm 83, verse number 4. And we're going to read down until we get our point. So have that waiting on Psalm 83, verse 4. Now, he found out. He said, you're going to leave your name for a curse. That's what he said. What name is that you're going to leave for a curse? Genesis 32, verse 1, 24 through 30. What does it say there, young lion? Come on. The book of Genesis, chapter 32, verse 1, and skip down verse 24 to 30. Genesis, chapter 32, verse 1. And Jacob went on his way, and the angels of Yahweh met him. Verse 24. And Jacob went on his way, and Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man. With him until the breaking of the day. Verse 25. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And the hollow 
of Jacob's staff was out of joint as he wrestled with him. Verse 26. And he said, let me go for the day breaking. And he said, I will not let you go except you bless me. Verse 27. And he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. Verse 28. And he said, your name should be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince has you power with Yahweh and with man and as for them. Verse 29. And Jacob asked him and said, tell me, I pray you, your name. And he said, where is it that you did act after my name? And he blessed him there. Verse 30. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel. I have seen Yahweh face to face, and my life is reserved. Yeah, but, 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 but you told, um, you just got to read it out there and tell on the BC, you're going to leave your name for a curse. And who and who we going to get to do that to you? Who, what people he going to get to con you out of your birthright? What people is he going to get? So he got 18 nations to pick. Now, here's the point. He got 18 nations to work with. Now, he, now Isaiah saying, at that time, they knew who they were. But he got 18 nations to pick. He said, now, you're going to lose your name, and you're going to pick up a cursed name. Now, what people did he, what people did he, did he put that, put that um, on them to perpetrate? That thing. Who did he do? Let's go to 1000 BC and find out about Sister Judas in Psalm 83, verse 4. Let's read and see. <clears throat> what people, now he had to look among his 18 tribes, nations. He said, Now, what people can I get to fulfill the prophecy of Isaiah, I'm saying, 300 years? What people that I'm going to use you out of your birthright, your name? Let's see who we going to use to do that. Take care of his business. Psalm 83, verse 4. Come on, Sister Judas. Come on, that's enough height. Come on. Psalm chapter 83, verse 4. Verse 4 reads, They have said, Come and let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. <laughs> verse 5 reads, For they have consulted together with one consent. They are confederate against thee. Verse 6. The tabernacles of Esau, Edom, and the Israelite, Israelite of Moab, Dabba and the Dabba Dabba Now, what we want to read now, it was prophesied in a thousand BC. What if the three big dignitaries got together and said, come on, let's cut them off from being a nation. Let's let them talk now. I, you get yours and I got mine. That the name will be no more in remembrance. They cut you off from being Israel. So now you African-American, Negro in color. And another name you got to be read by mother of um, Israel in Psalms, I mean, book of Acts chapter 11, verse 22 down to verse 26, mother. I need to know this other name that you're going to be more privileged to than the name we just got to read. 
So now, what I want to know, who is the three top nations that got together? I need to know one, two, three, that say, come on, let's cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel will be no more in their mind no more. Who is the top three nations that conspire together? Who won't take that? Who won't take that? Top three nations. Who is that? Who won't take that? Top three. Go ahead, Mother. Mother, go ahead and tell the national audience the top three nations that got together and fulfilled the prophecy of cutting you off from being a nation that the name of Israel will be no more remembered. What is the top three nations by name? According to that nation. What's your name, Mother? That's Edom, Esau. Yeah. Uh, the Moabite. Uh, 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 I can. I is. It's my life. Japanese food you want, but they ain't going to repent to you. 
But Yahweh tell you what not to do, but you do it anyway. So what kind of blessing you got coming if you keep on doing things contrary to the law? What kind of blessing you got coming in the long run? It's not going to work in your favor. So we telling you now. But mother getting ready to read. You will leave your name for a curse. Now, we tell we now we know who behind. But what did it start at? And what name did you take on? And we get ready to read in Acts chapter eleven by Mother of Israel. And I and I want to hear that name real plain because you're gonna leave your name for a curse. What name that you became according to Acts chapter 11, 22, down to verse 26. Let's see what name you became, which is a cursed name to you. This is how I remember. Come on, Mother. Uh, Acts, Acts 11, 11, 22. Acts 11, 22. To, to what? 26. 26? Okay, yes, Acts 11. Acts 11, 22 to 26. <clears throat> 22 read. Then tidings of these things came unto the ear of the congregation. Sir, 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 read what you see. You're trying to take that from business. Read what you see. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay, verse 22. Then, then tidings of these things came unto the ears of the church, which was in, as you said, read it like we is, right? In, in Jerusalem. Yes, sir. And, oh, yes, the church, which, which was in, which was in Judah. And they sent forth Barnabas. That he should go as far as any other. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a minute. So that, so the nationality got to be suspicious. So what church was in Judah? See that? What church was in Judah? So now we should get suspicious about that. What church that was in Judah? Mm-hmm. All I know mm. was in Judah was. Judah, Benjamin, Levite, and Simeon. So mm. who would they call the church? Judah, Benjamin, Levite, and Simeon. So you meant to say you're going to leave your name for a curse. And that's mm. another thing you think The church. Because he said the church was in Judah. That's the center capital of the world. Mm. But I, mm. I was, know that the church that was there was Judah, Benjamin, Levite, and Simeon. So they don't left their name. The day present and become the church. You see that? So now we see, now we got right one right there. What's the next one say? 23. Okay. <clears throat> and they sent for Barnabas that he should go as far as Antioch. 23. Who, who when he came and had seen the, 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 Mercy of Yahweh was glad and exalted them all that with purpose of mind they 
would cleave unto Yahweh. 24, for he was a good man and full of the righteous spirit and of faith. And much people was added unto Yahweh. Verse 25. Then departed Barnabas to Tarshish for to seek Saul. Verse 26. And when he had found him, he brought him unto Antioch. And it came to pass that a while, a year, a, I mean a whole year, they mm-hmm. assembled themselves with the church and taught much people. And the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. Mm. Oh. So they assembled themselves in church and they and they was called what at Antioch mother first first time they was ever called what would they call it Antioch? Christians. 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 You mean they was called Christians first. Well in Antioch. Antioch. That's when the paganism starts. They become Christians at Antioch. Mm. They were never called. They, they got so they got they got their thirty seven twenty thirty seven mothers. So now they not even feel poverty in Deuteronomy twenty eight thirty seven. Now they have fulfilled prophecy Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 37. And thou shalt become an astonishment. An astonishment. And astonishment, a proverb, and a byword. Among all the nations, whether Yahweh shall lead you. So that popular field when they went to Antioch, mother. So how did the children of Judah, Benjamin, Levite fulfill that prophecy? They was called what to fulfill the prophecy to be called a byword of poverty. What was they called according to eleven twenty-six? What was they called, mother? Christian. Jesus Christ life. They was called Jesus Christ life at Antioch. That's when they got that fulfill that prophecy. He said you're gonna leave your name for a cursed name. So when you mm-hmm. call a Christ like Christian, that's a cursed name to you. Twelve trials of Israel. You see that? So now you see being a Christian and Christ-like, that is a cursed name to you. Because that ain't the name he gave you. Mother, Mother Eve. What name did Yahweh give them in number 6, 22, verse 27? Let's see what name he gave them, Mother. Number 6. Number 22, 27. So when you call the name Christ, 
Christ-like, our Lord Jesus Christ, that's a cursed name to you, 12 tribes. Worldwide. That's a curse to you to be called a Christian. To you, not to them, but to you. Number 6, 22 on verse 27. Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 to 27. Numbers chapter 6, verse 22. And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and unto his sons, saying, On this wise ye shall bless the children of Israel, the twelve tribes, saying unto them, The Yahweh bless thee. And keep thee. 25. The Yahweh makes his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. 26. The Yahweh lifted up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Verse 27. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless thee. So. So the curse name is to be called Christian, Christ-like, Jesus Christ our Lord. So what is the blessed name for the 12 tribes there, Mother, according to number 6, 29, verse 27? What, what is the blessed name for the 12 tribes it, being called? What, Mother? Israel. What, Mother? Say it again, Mother. Israel. Oh, so y'all see how much work we got to do? Now, preach up that mother in 17, 1734. Let, let the knife noise listen, hear you knock it out the park. 2nd Kings, 1734. And Sister Judith, tell me the 48th chapter of Isaiah, Sister Judith. We're going to read verse 1, and I'm going to comment on it. Then we're going to read 2 down to verse 7. I want to get in there for Judah and, and talk about verse 1 real good. Um, 2 Kings 17, 34, mother. Read like it is, because so you're going to sit there yourself. 2 Kings chapter 17, verse 34. <laughs> and to this day, they do after the former... Manner. They fear not the Yahweh, neither do they after their statutes, or after their orders, or after the law and commandments, which the Yahweh commanded the children of Jacob, whom he named Israel. Excellent. Now, that's how you knock out the problem. See, he named, these people's name was Jacob's descendants. But he named Jacob's descendants, he named them Israel. So that's the end of it. So if you, if you don't have Israel in your name, what you upon them? You upon the curse name. You see, you see how, you see how plain that is? If you ain't got Israel in your name, you upon the curse name. Okay, right now. Now, Sister Judas in um, Isaiah 48. Verse 1, then let me talk about it. Here we're going to read 6, 2 down to verse number 7. 
Let me talk about it first after we hear it. So 48, verse 1. Isaiah chapter 48, verse 1. Verse 1 reads, Hear, hear ye this, O family of Israel, which are called by the name of Israel, and are come forth out of the water. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Read where way you see it. It's going to take care of itself. Just read Isaiah you chapter see it. <clears throat> 48, yeah. verse 1. Verse 1 reads, Hear ye this, O house of Jacob, which are called by the name of Israel, and are come forth out of the waters of Judah, which swear by the name of the Yahweh, and make mention of the Yahweh of Israel, but not in truth nor in righteousness. So he said, see this word. You hear that? Now read again. Now that's real nice. Now read again. Go ahead. Read Isaiah chapter 48, verse 1. Verse 1 reads, Hear this, O house of Jacob, which are called by the name of Israel, and are come forth out of the waters of Judah, which swear by the name of the Yahweh, and make mention of the Yahweh of Israel, but not in truth nor in righteousness. Chapter 48, verse 2 to 7. Verse 2 reads, For they call themselves of the righteous city and stay themselves upon the Yahweh of Israel. The Yahweh of hosts is his name. Verse 3 reads, I have declared the former things from the beginning, and they went forth out of my mouth. And I showed them, I did them suddenly, and they come to pass, came to pass. Verse 4 reads, Because I knew that thou art obstinate, and they and thy neck is an iron sinew, and they bow brass. Verse 5 reads, I have even from the beginning declared it to thee before it came to pass I showed it thee least thou shouldest say my idol have done them and my graven image and my molten image have commanded them verse 6 verse 6 reads thou hast heard see all this and will not ye declare it I have showed thee new things from this time, even hidden things, and thou didst not know them. Verse 7 reads, They are created now and not from the beginning, even before the day when thou heardest them not. Least thou shouldest say, Behold, I knew them. 
Isaiah chapter 48, verse 6 reads, Thou hast heard, see all this, and will not ye declare it. I have showed thee new things from this time, even hidden things, and thou didst not know them. You see what I'm saying? You know, Judah, I'm showing you these things. And you know Benjamin, uh, Levi, and Simeon, it's up to you to get it to them. I'm sure to all this stuff. Why are we studying stumbling around with this thing in? Man, we got our loved ones, some of big Christians and all that, keeping long day of the week, long feast days, not wearing no fringes. Yeah, not in order according to what we read in the early part of Genesis. I'm sure to all these things. That's why you get all this pain on you now all over the world. Because you're not following nothing I got in this body. You're following your own people. You're supposed to say, mind that. You're on the clock. Come on. I'm coming from Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 to 16. Verse 9 reads, After this manner, therefore pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed by thy name. Verse 10, Thy kingdom, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth, as it is in heaven. Verse 11 reads, Give us this day our daily bread. Verse 12, And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Verse 13 reads, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Hallelujah. Verse 14 reads, Hallelujah. Verse 14 reads, for if, for if ye forgive me their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Verse 15 reads, but if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Mm-hmm. Verse 16 reads, moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad continent. For for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Truly I say unto you, they have their reward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
and in him is no sin. Verse 6, whosoever, whosoever abide in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth has not seen him nor know him. Verse 7, little children, let no man deceive you. He that do righteous is righteous, even as he is righteous. Verse 8, he that committed sin, sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of Man was manifest that he may destroy, destroy the works of the devil. Verse 9. Whosoever, whosoever is born of Yahweh do not commit sin, for he, for his seeds remain in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of Yahweh. And I'm going to stop at verse 10. In, in this, the children of Yahweh uh, manifest. And the children of the devil, whosoever does not righteous is not of Yahweh, neither he that love not his brother. And I'm going to say, hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah. 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 Well taken. Now, Elroy, um, Elroy, in Isaiah 44, 1 down to verse 5, I'm supposed to say that Elroy, Elroy, tell what that say in Isaiah 44, 1 down to verse number 5, I'm supposed to say. Yahweh that made thee, 
and from thee, from the womb, which will help thee. Fear not, O Jacob, Israel, my servant, and thou shalt that people whom I have chosen. Verse 3, for I will pour water upon him that is thirsty and flood upon this dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon the seed, upon thy seed, and my blessing upon thy offspring. But so, and they shall spring up as among the grass, as well as by the water course. Verse 5. One, one shall say, I am the Yahweh. And another shall call himself by the name of Jacob, Israel. And another shall subscribe with his, with his hand unto the Yahweh and surname himself by the name of Israel. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what, 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 is, what, is, what is all that reading about? What is it saying here? They saying you will wake up. And you want to stand out and put the name Israel at the end of your name and receive a blessing. That's what saying. You can wake up. You can recognize that his name is not the Lord God, Jesus, or Jehovah. You can recognize his name is the four letters. He came in the Father's name, Yahweh the Father, Yahweh the Son. And then he, he gave us a name called Israel. And you're going to tap that name on the end of your name, Israel, and you're going to receive the blessing. That's what he's saying. You're going to wake up and start understanding something. This, this ball, this thing is not about you being called Christian, African American, and Negro. It's about you calling Israel. The, the name of the Father's Son, Israel. That's his name. The one you call Lord God Jesus Christ, that's his name. And you're the one made, and he's your father. Well, you got a father called Yahweh the Father. So it's up to you to understand this thing. He's already called. You're going to wake up and start getting it right. And you're going to respond to not being Christian, African American, or Negro. You, you respond to being interested. All right, brother. Go see your friends tonight on this broadcast. It's possible to talk about it. Oh. Okay. 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 Thank you, praise Yahweh, for the class. Thank you, praise Yahweh, for the teachers and for the listeners. Uh, praise Yahweh, uh, Psalm 146, verse 1. Praise ye the Yahweh. Praise the Yahweh, all your, praise the Yahweh, all your, all my soul. While I have, while I live, while I praise the Yahweh. I will sing praise unto my Yahweh while I have my being. Verse 3, put not your trust in prince, nor in the son of man, in whom there is no help. Verse 4, his death goes forth. He returned to his earth in that very day, his thoughts passing. Happy is he that Verse 5, happy is he that has the Yahweh of Jacob, Israel, for his help, whose 
hope is in the Yahweh. Here's Yahweh. Hallelujah. Unto us. 
So now the same fear came on them. Did he find these same fear? They are the ancestors of the one that was in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Now, let's um, get a precept there in the 16th chapter. We're going to get a precept on 16th chapter in the closing statement about who was just in the wilderness, Mother. That um, in 16 verse 1, we're going to find out. 16 verse and 1 and 10. Uh, Exodus and 16 Exodus. verse 1. Yes, ma'am. 16 verse 1 says, give me three lines. Yes, ma'am. 16 verse 1 says, give me three lines in verse 16. All we're going to get a name of who was in the wilderness. All we're going to get is a name. If we just get it in 16 Chapter 16, verse 1. Yeah, we, we can get it in four lines. Four lines. You said four lines. The last four yeah. lines. Top. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. We'll get it in four lines. Just read four lines, Mother. We should get what we're looking for by reading four lines. Exodus 16, 1. And they took their journey from Elam and all the congregation of the children of Israel came unto the wilderness. Okay. <laughs> so we got what we want out of four lines. All we need. Now go to go to ten and do the same thing in ten. We'll get what we're looking for and we're gonna call it a day after we get what we're looking for. Get a precept in verse 10. Exodus 16:10. And it came to pass, as Aaron spake unto the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that, that what? They, that they looked toward the wilderness. That's all we want. All we're going to get is who is in the wilderness. So what church was in the wilderness, Mother D, of Israel, in a closing statement? What church is in the wilderness? The whole congregation of the children of Israel. That's what church was in the wilderness. Oh, yeah, right. So that's the church that was in the wilderness. The whole congregation of the children of Israel. Remember, you're going to leave your name for a curse. So you're going to pick up this name. But when your preacher said, if you have a church home, come in line. I'm going to anoint you with some oil and get that bucket over there. I'm going to make sun. Close the family that mother. Be up Israel. Catch the wind tonight. Six o'clock. Come on. On Psalms 34, verses um, 13 to 18. Psalms 34, verse 13. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking gal. 14. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. 15. The eyes of Yahweh are upon the righteous and his ears are open unto their cry. 16. The face of Yahweh is against them. That do evil. 
to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. 17, the righteous cry, and Yahweh hears and deliver them out of all their troubles. 18, Yahweh is nigh unto them that are of a broken mind and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Go, 
and give me bread to eat and raiment to put on. Verse 21. So that I come again to my father's house in peace. Then say Yahweh, be my Yahweh. Verse 22. And this stone which I have set for a pillar should be Yahweh's temple. And of all that should give me, I will surely give the tent unto you. Mm-hmm. Read that again. Read that again. Take your time. Read that. Read that. Read Read that. Read that. Chapter 28, verse 22. And this stone, which I have set for a pillar, should be Yahweh's temple. And of all that you should give me, I will surely give the tent unto you. You see how he appreciated the Almighty did for him. He said, now, so all that I... That comes to me. What do you say you do, a uh, young man? He said, "I will surely give the tent unto you." A tent of what? What according to that verse? He said, "Tent of what?" What word did he use? The tent. What word did he use? A what? What word did he use in the writing, young man? What word did he use? Read the verse again, and which word did he use? Oh. Thank you, Mother. Go ahead and read again, y'all. This is chapter 28, verse 22. And this stone, which I set for a pillar, should be Yahweh's temple. And of all that you should give me, I will surely give the tent unto you. Now, you see, you see how he appreciated what the Almighty did for him? He says, so when I do get my hand on, what kind of three-letter word again, Mother D of Israel? What was that word oh. again, Mother? Oh. 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 I will make sure a tent is given to Yahweh's minister. Mm-hmm. So he will make sure that by the blessing he gave. Then when Paul came to the great big temple, a uh, young line in the seventh chapter. Let's see what where he put in this. Let's see what Paul says. With that understanding, now Paul, thousands of years later, came to the great big temple of the Almighty in the seventh chapter. And then he says something that came to um, what Abraham, his grandfather, did. And what his grandfather did. So, no, Jacob was really quoting his grandfather. And back in Genesis, let's see when and Paul came to before the great big temple, and what he says in seven, verse number two. All we need is two lines. The book of the Israelites, Pluto World Hebrew, chapter seven, verse two. To whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all. Of all. So, so that's where he got that word all from. He got that word from his grandfather. His grandfather instructed him, if you're going to stay in the will of Yahweh, give a tenth part of what? Of all. Okay. Then, 
what will happen if you do so in verse 7? Book of Israelites, through the word Hebrew, chapter 7. Verse 7. Verse 7. Verse 7. And without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. And, 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 what was, and what was he giving all according to verse 8? What was this all that he was giving in verse 8? What was this all about? What is this conversation about this all was about? Verse 8. Book of Israelites, through the word Hebrew, chapter 7, verse 8. And here, man, that thou received tithe, but there he receiveth them, of whom it is witness that he liveth. So, so what is he talking about that? What, what is Paul addressing? He is dropping a tenth part of what? What is he, what is he talking about? What's another word for tenth, according to that verse? What's another word for that tenth? What is tithe? Oh. You see that? And all we got to do is just do the Bible. The problem we got, we won't do the Bible. Since we've been cut off from a nation, we don't we ain't got a clue who we are. Let's go to the 8th chapter there, young line. We're going to the 8th chapter of Deuteronomy, and we'll look at verse number 1. 8 verse and 6. 8 verse 1 and 6 of Deuteronomy. What's that, young line? 8 1 and verse 6. We go on to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse 1, and verse 6. Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse 1 reads, All the commandments which I command you this day, so you observe to do, that you may live and multiply, and go in and possess the land, which Yahweh swear unto your father. Verse 6 reads, Therefore, you should keep the commandments of Yahweh, your Yahweh, to walk in his ways and to fear him. Verse 11 and 14. Verse 11 and verse 14. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 11. Verse 14. Beware that you forget not Yahweh, your Yahweh. And not keeping his commandments, his law, and his judgment, and his statute, which I command you this day. Verse 14. Then your mind be lifted up, and you forget Yahweh, you Yahweh, which brought you forth out of the land of Egypt, bondage. Land of Egypt, from the house of bondage. 17, 17 and 18. Verse 17 and verse 18. And you say in your mind, my power and the might of my hand have guided me this well. Verse 18. But you should remember, Yahweh, your Yahweh. For it is he that gives you power to get well, that he may establish his covenant, which he swears to your father, as at it is this day. Mm-hmm. Give me uh, Acts chapter 5. And we'll take it down to verse 10 and so on. So that's why we, in the early part of broadcast, I'll let you know. That's why you must have a Yaqwali man and your mate have to be a Yaqwali woman. Because when things come up, the Bible folks will check you. 
But if you don't have that with you, this is what's going to happen. Acts 5, 1 down to verse number 10. What does it say? And close the statement on your line. Acts chapter 5, verse 1 to 10. Acts chapter 5, verse 1. But a certain man named Ananias and Sapphira, his wife sold a possession. Verse 2. And kept back part, kept back the tenth part of the price, his wife also being privately to it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. Verse 3. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your mind to lie to the righteous spirit? And to keep back the tenth part of the price of the land. Verse 4. While it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not your own power? Why has you conceived this thing in your mind? You have not lied to man, but unto Yahweh. <laughs> Verse 5. And now hearing these words fell down and gave up the breath. And great fear came unto them came on all of them that heard these things. Verse 6, And the young man arose, wound him up, carried him out, and buried him. Verse 7, And it was about the space of three hours after, when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. Verse 8, Then Peter answered her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, Yes. For so much. Verse 9. Then Peter said unto her, How is it that you have agreed together to tempt the spirit of Yahweh? Behold, the feet of death which have buried your husband are at the door and should carry you out. Verse 10. <laughs> then, then said she down straightly at his feet and yielded up the breath. And the young man came in and found her dead. And carried her forth, buried her by all hugs. Yeah. That's why you got to make sure you got to uh, have a um, number 31, two to close, seven, that young line. That's why, that's why it's so important to have a Yahweh man that you know keep the law. Because he ain't, he ain't going to break that rule. And you ain't going to sit there and let him do it because both y'all going to be right. You say, no, you know they right. You know what your check really is. You know how much money you're supposed to get down to that temple. Why are you giving them what you want to give them? That is wrong, and that's going to cause me the same death that you got coming. Number 30, one and two, and close the Come on, y'all, huh? The book of Numbers, chapter 30, verse 1 and 2. Numbers, chapter 30, verse 1 reads, And Moses spake unto the head of the tribe concerning the children of Israel saying, This is the thing which Yahweh had commanded. Verse 2. If a man vow a vow to Yahweh, or swear an oath to bind his soul with a bound, he should not break his word. He should do according to all that proceeded out of his mouth. All right, young man. Closing statement is all yours. We get everybody tomorrow on Pale Talk back on this broadcast Wednesday at 6 o'clock. It's all yours, young man. Go. Going to Second Maccabees, chapter one, verse twenty-four to twenty-eight. Second Maccabees, chapter one, verse twenty-four. And the prayer was after this matter: O Yahweh, Yahweh, 
great of all things, who are fearful and strong, and right, merciful, and the holy, gracious king. Verse 25, the only giver of all things, the only just, almighty, and the everlasting. 